basketball, and you're going to send your Ryan and Mike from the stands with Ryan McCumber and Mike Sterner. This is Ryan. Uh, so uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna start out by talking by getting the garbage out of the way, per se, and talk <laughs> about the dumpster fire fo- football game that happened on New Year's Eve. Yeah, uh, I know Mike went out there. I did not. <laughs> I I definitely was drinking a lot of a decent amount of whiskey watching the game because that was honestly the only way I could watch it. It was <laughs> a dumpster fire of all proportions. I don't know. It's basically all I can. It's basically all I I can think of to describe it. The offense is just an absolute disaster. Still, uh, the defense is at least gives us something to be happy about. Yep, so. the defense is. Probably the second that was probably the second best defense D'Antonio's ever had. Unfortunately, it got wasted by a god awful offense the entire season. Um, yeah. so that basically sums up my thoughts, Mike. What did you think? Well, I mean, it was frustrating to watch, but surprising. It wasn't really surprising. I mean, I think we kind of saw that the last four games of the year. If you expected an offensive explosion in going into that bowl game you you probably are a little bit delusional but i expected maybe a touchdown but uh yeah it was it was frightening to watch and frustrating and there was definitely opportunities to 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 win the game that's probably i i think if we would have won the game it would have been nice to have the win but you still would have had great amount of frustration and rightfully so because it's just been a a frustrating product to watch and uh, especially you think the potential is there for, for this team with that defense. It, I mean, you're, you're looking at least at a new year six bowl. If, if that offense is even a little bit less than what it was last year. So very, very frustrating, very, very, uh, yeah, makes you want to pull your hair out. But I, I, I did see them, and I know it's been talked about a little bit in the group. I did see them try to implicate some new, or put some new things out there. It did wasn't, it didn't work out the way they wanted, but that that at least showed me there's there's a desire to adapt a little bit. And I think with the full spring and and off season and all that stuff you can get this offense to maybe average, which is really all you needed to get to with this defense. So that's probably the goal. And I think, you know, we could throw it out there. Yeah, absolutely. I think you first might be, let's think about some staff alterations and some, <laughs> some something along those lines. Uh, I, I'm one person who doesn't necessarily think you need to, make a major alteration in the scheme. I don't think you need to make a major alteration. I think you just have to be able to uh, call the right plays for your personnel and make sure they're able to execute those plays. And I think it's, you know, everyone, the first person everyone talks about is Dave Warner and rightfully so. I think uh, he's probably the go-to guy. And then you talk about Jim Bowman is he going to be uh, around? I think his chances of staying are low just because he's older, probably will retire. So I, I really do think D'Antonio is going to make some changes. I'd be actually surprised. Uh, I usually read them pretty well. So, And I know people are frustrated with the whole 
why wasn't he fired the the day after the bowl? And I get that, but D'Antonio has never been one to be emphatic right like that. He's not going to fire somebody on the spot. He's not going to fire somebody right after something happened. He's going to take a couple weeks to dwell on it. I think the whole Roshar thing happened what in February. So yeah, I uh, our good buddy Ralph Ebersold had, had, I was tweeting. Uh, at our friend Samir, at our friend Samir, uh, talking. Uh, Samir was freaking out because he hasn't been fired yet. Uh, Ralph made a good point that they wait. They waited for Gill, for uh, the defensive line coach Gill, yep. who they they let him. I think they let him go after twenty twelve. Yep. Um, because he he just, just didn't have any recruiting chops. He got his his contract wasn't renewed at the end of January. And then Ruchar was, I think, early February is when he took that offensive Saints line job, job with the yeah. Saints. And he's, I think he's still there. Yeah, he's, the, he's uh, their old line coach now. Yeah, he their offensive their, line's been really good this year, too. He, he, he was their running backs coach when he, they got first hired him, and now he's the old line coach. Yeah, he's been there for a while. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of nervous that he doesn't do anything. I, I have made my opinions on Dave Warner. Very, very clear. I want that guy your, gone. Your account at any if, point. If, any if anybody cares about what my opinions on Dave Warner are, and I'm, I'm going to go into it a little bit, just go to my Twitter account. That, that gives you all you need to know about what I think about Dave Warner. Every five hours, there's probably something that pretty much expresses it. It's it's I I, I am not a Dave Warner fan. That, that's putting it lightly, but in all seriousness. You and I don't really completely agree on everything with this. I I think you need to do something. You don't have a choice. Uh, no, I I think you and I actually agree on that. I think I I I think they do need to do something. I just don't think it needs to be as drastic. That's probably where I I, I agree with you. The schematically, everything doesn't have to change. You you got to get a new voice in there. You, no, you I agree. Don't, I, you do not have a choice. I think it's probably smarter to move on at this point just because there's probably bad blood in the program even. I mean, I know there's there's frustration among defensive players. I mean, uh, I know defensive sure. players that are frustrated. I have I have sources telling me that. So it's 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 a fact and I think I think it just from a standpoint of what's best for the program, that's probably what's best for the program. And I, and I've said this before, I think this is a crossroads type of season this next year. You you can't waste this defense again. You got almost everybody coming back. You lose Justin Lane, Kari Willis, and Andrew Dowell. Those are the only three people you lose. You bring back everybody else, and you had guys that were in the two deep that were that can step up and yep. probably not see a massive drop off. It's going to be an elite defense again. You, you're essentially you cannot adding, waste this defense. You have to do something. You're essentially adding Josiah Scott because you didn't really have him all year, so you're essentially adding him. And his performance in the Red Box Bowl, if anybody really had a standout game, it was Josiah Scott. Yep. I, and and I, I, like I've said, I, I really, really would like to see Jim, uh, Jim, geez, Jim Bowman and Dave Warner gone. Uh, right. I don't think Jim Bowman brings much recruiting chops at all. I, he's just older. I, I don't. He's an older guy. The tight ends, which he coached, were god awful this year. <laughs> Um, I, I, I mean, yeah, he was a good addition at the time that he was hired, but I'm sorry that, that he needs to go. Yeah. He's, uh, he's older. I think he's probably considering retirement anyway. I could yeah. imagine he was, well, there's no way they're going to fire him. I think, no, I think it, that, 
I think that he will leave on his own. He'll, he'll, D'Antonio will say, hey, man, we kind of want to make a change here. You yeah. want to retire or find another job? <laughs> I don't know who would hire him at this point. Uh, Maybe as an advisory role or something. Yeah, I, if they want to keep him around in an advisory role, I have no problem with it. But I just feel like he's taking up a spot on the staff. I, yeah, I, 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 I do. I don't think that he – I mean, he did a decent job when he came in with the offensive line, which I know that, that he worked with for a, for a little bit. Um, but the, the guy just I'm, – I'm sorry. He didn't bring the recruiting chops. The tight ends were really bad this year. They weren't good last – they weren't that good last year either. Um, like, since Josiah Price left, it's, it's been a drop-off for sure. Yes. And they're, the, um, I, I – I absolutely want both of them gone. I, I know some people are calling for Mark Staden to go, and I would agree with you, but he, like, he actually recruits decently and yeah. he's bringing in a really good class next year. So yeah, I'm willing I, to give him at least one more season. Yeah, I think he could. You could work with him still with if, but it, it's definitely go time for him. Yeah, he, it's yeah. next year's make or break for that guy. If he if the offensive line is bad again, then he can go. Yeah, I. I, I other than that, I, I don't really have a problem with Brad Salem or Terry Samuel. So no, no, I like I like those guys. Uh, I think you gotta you, you keep going. I mean, if you, you don't want to scrap, I think you want to keep some because part of D'Antonio's program has been consistency, right? There's 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 good things about that. There's also bad things about that sometimes, and we're running into that right now. Yeah, I, I, I think you need to have an in-between between what D'Antonio does and what Harbaugh does, because Harbaugh yeah, has been don't... through – I saw a tweet today. He's been through – he only has two guys that originally came with him still left on his staff. And one's his Greg son, Madison left it? today. <laughs> yeah, one is his son who no Power 5 school would hire as their running backs coach. Sure. Like, the guy should, should not be – like, most of their fans cannot stand his son. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's uh, – I don't know. It, one of them's I think the other guy is a special teams coordinator or something. But, yeah. Oh, okay. So, but, yeah, they, they, the MSU hasn't – they have a lot of continuity. And, yeah, they had two guys leave last year. And one of them, I think, was kind of shown the door because Mark Snyder was – man, I was – I definitely wanted him fired after 2016. And that's part of it, too. The Antonio doesn't – even if he moves on from Warner, I'm not even sure if it'll be like a firing because I, I made no. There's no way he's going to fire him. I made I would be point. shocked. It'll be something like a mutual parting of ways. Yep. And I, I, I made this point to uh, people before about even I mean, in the grand scheme of things, what Curtis Blackball was involved with is way and he way didn't more even get fired than anything anything that Dave Warner's play calls could ever live up to. But he didn't even get fired. It was just no. He got. He, they just didn't renew his contract. Exactly, and they did it that month by month renewal until it was this absolute. Okay, now it's time to move on. We have complete proof of this and all this. So that's what you're gonna have to expect, and that's what I've had these conversations with people. I, I said, well, if you keep saying the, if you keep, if you keep literally hoping for a firing, it's not gonna happen. You have to hope for a mutual parting of ways. Uh, which it, I, to me, it, if you really just want the guy gone, then that's all that matters. You don't really need to have. I mean, you're going to throw a party either way if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the word is that ultimately is used. I agree. I I, I just want to see the guy gone. Like, yeah, it'd be nice to say, hey, they fired the guy. Woohoo! You know, <laughs> bad blood. Like, 
I'm cool with that. I wouldn't, you know, that might make me feel good for a couple days, but at the same time, I just don't want the guy on the staff next year. Just get it done. I, it's not, it's not difficult. I I understand that he's going to, he's probably going to wait it out, give it like a month or month or so, and he'll find another job somewhere. And I guarantee you it won't be a power five offensive coordinator job. I would absolutely shock if anybody hired him for that. Who knows? Maybe somebody will pull him in the NFL and make him a position coach. position coach. That wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. We'll see. I I I just I don't know what to expect. And, and they, I I wish they do it earlier because I don't know how long Matt Canada is going to be on the market. But that would be the first guy I'm giving a call. If you're not going to hire somebody internally, which wouldn't surprise me if they do, I would be giving that. I would be giving Matt Canada a call right away to see because he runs the same type of offense MSU does. Yeah. I mean, I I don't see. Like maybe it's a little bit more spread advanced, but it's not. It's not like he's throwing the ball fifty times a game. No, you know? we. I and I think I think we've. I mean, if you look at the D'Antonio offense, we really have. We've done more shotgun and spread than we used to now, anyway. So I mean, he's adapted a little bit, but you you have to you have to be able to I think make this move and ultimately I don't think it matters uh, that much. I don't think it matters that much who you who you get because I think the Antonio is going to hire their guy that he wants. So, it, I mean, it matters who you get. I shouldn't say it like that, but I I think D'Antonio is going to get a guy that works with him well, and uh, he's going to want to run the same f- f- philosophical kind of things. But you got to add in some wrinkles and stuff, and I think D'Antonio knows that. He's not a stupid man. He's just a loyal man. Right. And going on what I said earlier, the next year is kind of a is a is a massive year for the program. Oh, it's huge! You, you, you Ohio State loses Dwayne Haskins, has a brand new coach. Uh, Michigan they return, I think, is, only three offensive starters from what I read. Yeah, I still expect them to reload and be at the worst second in the division next year. Um, it's Penn State loses Miles Sanders and uh, Trace McSorley. I think they they're losing five guys early in the draft. I think is last I saw. Yeah, they I I, I think they're going to take a massive drop off next year. I think they'll win like seven games. I haven't seen their schedule, but I I just don't see them doing much of anything. We next get them year. at home too. So. Yeah, I don't think I think James Franklin's going to wear out his welcome. Next year might be his last year at Penn State. Um, and Michigan, you know they they lost a lot on their defense. You know they I oh, I, yeah. I and. and I just don't buy Jim Harbaugh winning big games. Until he proves it to me, I'm going to stick with that. He, you know, I I get, they get Michigan, Ohio State. I'm sorry. They get us, Ohio State, Notre Dame at home. But, man, he, even in 2017, they came in with a bunch of hype and they wound up bottoming out and lost to MSU and OSU at home. what we had this year. Yeah, so – yeah, oh, absolutely. It was basically the, almost the same thing. You yeah. have an elite, you have an elite defense that gets wasted by a terrible offense. Yeah. Uh, but Harbaugh also made changes. That's yet to be seen what MSU does. But um, you know, the division's wide open next year. So yeah, it's, think- it's, it, there is no reason that this team should not be in contention the entire season to go to Indianapolis. Yep. I, I, there's no excuses. And for if you get to year. Indianapolis, I don't think the West is there yet. So if you get to Indianapolis, you're probably going to win that game. So you, yep. you, you got to win, you got to get there. And 
here's the the thing is the Antonio the because the narrative surrounding the Antonio right now I think is probably great legacy, but he could ruin his legacy with where a little bit with where things are standing. I think that's a fair take. I I don't really disagree. And my and I also had this to say. Just because he built the program up so high doesn't mean he gets the right to run it into the yeah. ground with with terrible final seasons, and then they hire a guy in house. That's not how that works. Sorry, it's just I, my opinion on no, it. No, I, I I get what you're saying. I think uh, I think it it is. It's a defining season. It might it might really determine how much longer he stays here too. So I mean, there's a lot of things that are up in play for this upcoming season. I don't think. I don't think D'Antonio is ever going to be fired. And I personally don't think he should be fired. Nope, he won't. Uh, I do think it might, because I think he is a man that would ultimately say if it's not going up and it just keeps going down or it stays the same, I think he would eventually just say, okay, I'm going to retire here because I can't do much more. And plus his health is a concern. He's got the heart issues and stuff like that. So he's he's all those things factored in. But next year, yeah, it's huge. I, I would say maybe, I mean, probably pretty similar to the 2012, 2013. Um, I was just going to say that. Very yes. similar. And if it turns out that way, wow, that would be awesome. But, I mean. Who knows? We'll, there, there's a, there, there is a long way to go until September. So There is. We'll, we'll see. There's no rush. There's no rush. I was having that conversation with Samir. He said, well, he needs to fire him now because all the guys are going to be gone. And I said, that's not true. There's such a pool of names in college football. You can go pull somebody from the Mac or Mountain West or whatever that is good who, who will come because you're, you're going to give them more money and more prestige here. So I don't, I don't necessarily – now, I don't think you can go all the way into – spring ball and not no no way but february i'm fine with that if it's february but i I, like i said my my first choice is matt canada if they don't promote from within if they promote from within i would bet money it's brad salem as the next new offensive coordinator yeah probably probably Uh, which i don't really have that big of an issue with at least other schools have contacted him like i know vanderbilt wanted him after the 2014 season he wound up staying so it's not like he's a guy who has not fielded calls from other teams before. He's a he, so, he's a younger guy, and he's also he's got that uh, he's got that youth about him that will. And I, I I do think he's a good recruiter. Yeah, he's a good recruiter, and being around him, you get the sense that he's somebody that can get players to buy in. And to be honest with you, one thing takeaway I did have from Warner, I went to the uh, the. Uh, lunch in the banquet for the team and Warner seemed like the most callous of all the people. I don't know if that's, that's what I've heard about him too. He's a very, he's a pretty quiet guy. Not, yeah, not, not very emotional about anything. Every, every other guy seemed to be like embracing their, their position group and giving stories about their, their specific players. And maybe I just interpreted it that way, but, and you you know me, I, I, I don't try to look down on people, but that's how I felt. So yeah, no, that's fair. I, I I just I don't know. He I, he he doesn't come across as a great recruiter either. I don't know. It, yeah, I, it, I, I he he's he's done. I mean, he did a decent job as the QB's coach. I'll give him credit for that. He's I think he I think he's in over his in, in over his head as an offensive coordinator. And I think maybe at this point he's just getting tired of dealing with everything. And I think all so the pressure. too. Plus, to be honest with you, I think one thing that's probably ticked Antonio's off is. 
Warner's throwing him under the bus a few times. Yeah, he has. <laughs> and that's one way to really get D'Antonio ticks off behind the scenes. I remember at the end of the year, he's like, yeah, go to – I think he got asked a question about the quarterbacks, and he was like, yeah, go to ask Coach D'Antonio about that. I don't have an answer for or, it. I'm or sure he'll say something like, I'm doing what Coach D'Antonio asks, and it's – Ask Antonio why this is the way it is. I I think I I have a feeling that he's not going to be back. I I would be surprised. Yeah. I I know some people are kind of growing leery just because it's each day goes by and they kind of get more and more worried about it. I I don't think he'll be but back. Just like, wait, just give it some time and he'll be gone. That's like I said to Samir though. It's not an outright firing, so you can't. You're not gonna if if it was an outright firing, sure. But there's things going on behind the scenes if this is happening. <laughs> To where it's a mutual parting away. So, yeah, they're basically helping. I would think he's helping them find the guy at a new home. Yeah, I, yeah, he's, that's basically what he did with Arushar. And everybody wanted, wanted him fired, too. So <laughs> yes, they did. It's basically the same thing. I, I couldn't stand the guy either. So, it's not like <laughs> I'm <I>, – So, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. There's plenty of time. Uh, like I said, crossroad season, figure it out. There's absolutely no excuse next year. You got you got to at least beat Michigan <coughs> and win nine games, in my opinion, next season. Yeah. I, or else it's, a, it's a failure. A season is absolutely I think that's a failure. A fair expectation. Because I know the schedule is tough, but with that defense, I mean, if you have at the very least an average offense, you should be playing in Indianapolis. Yeah, uh, there's just no excuse. Because I don't, at unless, all. barring injury, that defense isn't going to drop off. No, it's not. I think not. it might actually get better, which is scary for other teams. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I Next year is a crossroad season, so we'll see what happens. But long way well, to go. It's going to be a long off Well, season. similar. So, I guess this will be, could be a good transition into basketball. I think this was a crossroads for the basketball team this season, too. Uh, yeah. This season. And right now they're passing it, so – I, I, Absolutely. So it's pretty similar. I think D'Antonio is in a similar position to what Izzo was in coming into this year. So uh, I, I, that I don't know how which is more severe. I think they were probably decently close last year. They did win a, the best basketball team did win a Big Ten title, but they didn't win a lot of really big games, and they didn't they didn't uh, you know lose getting swept by Michigan, and then not getting out of the first round of the tournament, which is what people care about ultimately. You mean the first weekend? Yeah, yeah. Not getting out of the first weekend is what uh, is is what the, that's the, Izzo was being defined by the last few years. And now all of a sudden, they just get a win against that Ohio State team on the road in Columbus. Yep. A place where they got destroyed last year. And, and now they look like a legitimate top five team in the country. That, that has a ceiling that really could even be better than what the team last year realistically had, despite what we felt about the talent. Yeah, I, I went to Columbus for the game Saturday. It was a really good win. I was extremely impressed. Uh, I mean, Ohio State is not – I wouldn't say it's a, it's not like coming to Breslin for a game. I don't think it, the crowd is as into it. Um. But I mean, it was a pretty for Ohio State. It was a pretty loud crowd. Uh, There's still a big fan base. Yeah, they have a big fan base. And I, I, I was taught. I came back home and talked to my friend. Uh, stopped and saw my friend on the way, and she said that uh, 
Um, if the basketball, if their basketball team has a good season this year again, next year there will be a lot more of a fan following because they're kind of a mad basketball fan base. They're obviously more into football there. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, it was a it was a great win. Uh, I went down there, uh, drove down in the morning. Uh, great place to watch a basketball game. I, I definitely would recommend anybody. Go to Ohio State for a football or basketball game. Their fans are great. I've never had a problem with them. I know people have had horror stories about them. I they've never had an issue with Ohio State fans. As long as you tell them you hate just, Michigan, just say Michigan really sucks and don't smile at you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I went to the game. Uh, it was a uh, very impressive win. I, I I I went in expecting kind of to lose. I know that we were favored to win, but Ohio State is. They're playing above, I think, what their talent level is. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't think that they're extremely talented. They were like picked what twelfth in the Big Ten this year or something yeah. like that. Um, but they, yeah, they lost. They lost Bates Diop and a couple other guys. Um, but yeah, they Chris Holtman's a great coach. Once he once he gets his guys in there, they're going to be like what they were under Thad Mata. Under Thad Mata when they were really good. So. Uh, but yeah, Nick Ward had a monster game. He was Nick Ward has definitely improved. I think that he he doesn't pout as much down the floor, and when he does that, it drives me nuts. He does a little bit, but it's not. He does. He still does, but it's not as much as he used to. Yeah, not as much. But part of that is he's just been really good. So yeah, Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, Nick Ward had a monster game, and Caleb Wesson is kind of the same type of player as he is, except I think he can get out and shoot a little bit more than Nick. And I think Nick is Nick is a better post player than Caleb oh, Wilson yeah. is. Um, and he got under his head. I mean, he fouled out. Yeah. Though I, he should have fouled out way earlier than he did, yeah. to be completely honest. Yes, but, uh, um, yeah, so – and then Cassius Winston, he, he's an All-American player right now. <laughs> I think if you put if you put out the All-American teams right now, he's at least a first or second I think Nick Ward and Cassius Winston are your top two players in the Big Ten Player of the Year race right now. Nah, Carson Edwards, I would say. I don't say. know, dude. But just, he's he's give, carrying, they usually give he's it to carrying a, Purdue. a winning team. I get that, but they usually give it to the oh, a top two team, you know. So, Carson Edwards has got to be up there. but Yeah, uh, but – yeah, Ohio State is that was a huge win. I I think for team Izzo does better with veteran teams. I don't know what it is. Last year's team was arguably the most talented team he's had, but this team just seems to play better together. I don't know uh, what it is exactly, but the, I I just and to do that without one of your top three players on the team is just extremely impressive. Yeah, uh, yes, it is. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely impressed with the basketball team. I think that this team definitely has the potential to make a final four. I don't think they have a national title talent team, but who, who knows if Duke or, uh, you know, one of those super teams gets beaten out of the tournament early, you you, you just don't know. You always have a, I mean, you never, the tournament is one of those things you could just break open and then you're just the best team. I mean, ask, ask our rivals, about last year, I, I, I'm sure their non-delusional fans, although few and far between, will admit that how that played out helped them out a lot. And so sometimes you're just in the right region at the right time, and then you're playing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you're playing I'm, hot. Hey, good for you. You, you beat you beat who you play. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, 
I mean, I don't think that 2010 Michigan State team is going to apologize to anybody after they didn't have to play Kansas. Nope. You know, I don't blame them. So, you know, you play who you play. Uh, but yeah, it's all about matchups. I think with a with a point guard like Cassius Winston and once you get Josh Langford back, I think those are two guys that you can ride in the tournament. So, I, I think that this team definitely has a better – set up than last year's team for a long tournament but, run. It's crazy as that sounds. Yeah. I mean they they pass the ball really, really well. I think they're the best passing team and for sure the Big Ten, if not the country. They very efficient offensively. I think we were rated third in efficiency offensively. And then on top of it you've got the turnover numbers aren't as high as they usually are at this point in the season for M- MSU team. So a lot of really good things going. I think if they can improve defensively, get in a decent region, hopefully avoid Duke. I think you find right. your way in Minneapolis is, is very realistic. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a fair thought. I mean, I, I didn't have a lot of expectations coming into this season. I I, uh, I thought they'd be good. Uh, I thought they'd compete for a Big Ten title. I, I, I just – I didn't expect them to be as good as they've been so far. And it's impressive, just like I said, just without Josh Langford right now. Oh, so that was, That's the most impressive part about that Ohio State win. Yeah, and they, absolutely. They didn't – it wasn't really – I mean, there was a point where I think it was, what, a seven-point game at half? That, they, they were up by – there was seven points at half, and they were up by nine, I think, when uh, after the first position. So there was a the, little bit of adversity, half. but – Really, this was MSU was the better team. If you watch that game, oh for sure for the whole game, you say okay, MSU was the better team on a road floor that's not easy to play in. Uh, I think. I mean, obviously, I, I they're going to have a couple losses. I mean, the Big Ten is just stacked this year. It's better than it was last year. Oh, for way sure. better. I think you get maybe seven, eight, maybe nine teams into the tournament. So you you got you you've got a lot of tough environments you gotta go in and win. So they're gonna have a lot they're gonna have a loss here or there. But I, I think you, you compete with probably Michigan and MSU are probably the two clear favorites for the conference. And I agree with that. Yeah. They you battle and if you split them, maybe you can share the conference or even win it depending on how the, how their schedule shakes out for them. But I I don't think MSU's goal. I mean, you, you, if you could hang a Big Ten banner, you'd like to. But cool, yeah, exactly. It's not the ultimate goal anymore. You want to it hang hasn't a been Final for a while. banner at least. Right. So that that's really the MSU goal. And I think this team is hungry too. I mean, the narrative of Izzo can't get out of the first weekend. That's gonna really be there until they get out of the first weekend. So. I think every one of us as fans is going to be like, we don't care who we're playing in the first round. We uh, it matters because we lost to Middle Tennessee State. We got a right. bad game, exactly. And then hopefully you don't run into a Syracuse or something like that. But if you do, go out there and beat them because that's what yep. you got to do. I mean, the, I know people have brought up the zone stuff, but Iowa played a zone and MSU beat them by thirty. Yep. So I mean, and I don't really like. Yeah, I I get that. So, uh, it, I, I get the sc- why people are scared of a zone, but just take a look at that Iowa game. You got to hit and, shots, you exactly. Got to hit freaking shots. And this so. team shoots really well, so I, 
I'm not is I, I, this team definitely shoots better than the last year's team and, for and, sure. And when they don't aren't shooting well from the perimeter, they have Nick Ward and Xavier Tillman to to uh, put some baskets in the paint. So there there's a lot going. That's what really is scary about MSU for the opponents is it's so balanced offensively that you MSU is going to find ways to score at any point in the game because whether they're on or not, they can go inside and Nick Ward's going to is going to get some baskets and then you go and double Nick Ward, then all of a sudden you're leaving guys open on the perimeter. Right. And guys like Kyle Ahrens have unexpectedly stepped up this year. He, he was huge in that Florida game. He was really big well, in that Ohio State well, game. He, he seems to make a huge play down the stretch in every single game. Yep, he does. He's been very – I've been extremely impressed with him. Right. I, I, that was a guy who a lot of people thought before the season was a grad transfer candidate after this year, but I would be very surprised if that happened now. Yeah, at this point, I, I highly doubt I highly doubt that. And you could still have a freshman or two maybe break out by the end of the year. I mean, I think Aaron Henry's clearly the best candidate for that. Maybe a Gabe Brown starts, hits a few big shots. I don't know. We haven't seen Bingham as much as I thought we might. No. Yeah. There's a, this team is definitely more well-rounded than last year's team. So uh, I, I don't know. There's, there's, like I said, there's a long way to go with this season. So, I, I'm trying to scale it back a little bit, but I the this upcoming schedule is I mean, I don't think Langford's gonna be back until at least and maybe this is wishful thinking, I he'll be back until the Nebraska game at Nebraska. Yeah. So they've you've got Purdue at home, which should be a win tomorrow. And then you've got Penn you will State go to Penn State, who is terrible. Should absolutely beat them. No, no, Wisconsin just lambasted them on at Penn State. Should on win Sunday that night. game for sure. Um, yeah. So the one game that scares me if Langford doesn't play is definitely that Nebraska game because Nebraska is kind of desperate at this point. I think they're what one, one and three, three in yep. the conference right now. Uh, they need a big win because they need a their win. Tournament hopes are slowly sliding. Uh. I, 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 that's a game that definitely worries me. Uh, but I mean, like, like I said, uh, you got, then after that, you got Maryland at home, probably should win that game. Go to Iowa. Wouldn't be shocked if that's a loss, but probably going to be favored going to that at Purdue. Another game, not, not um, a give, probably wouldn't, not a gimme, but probably should win. Indiana at home should be a win. Go to Illinois. Illinois is a dumpster fire. <laughs> They're the worst, worst. They're the worst team in the Big Ten. Uh, Minnesota at home, tough game, should win. Wisconsin on the road, that's a toss up. I don't know about that one. I know Wisconsin's kind of they they, they got they destroyed at home to Minnesota by Minnesota. So you know, I, I think if MSU plays the way they they've been playing, they'll win that game. Uh, Ohio State at home, win probably. I would think. I, I think that they win the rest of their games at home. Uh, go to Michigan, probably lose that game. At yeah, Indiana, be wouldn't be surprised if that's a loss. Uh, Michigan at home, probably a win. Uh, hopefully. I wouldn't hopefully, say probably. Well, yeah, it's going to be tough to win that game at home, but we, we, we'll we we be favored by about a point or two probably. Yeah, should. should I mean, that's a game. Depending on win, what, but, how we're playing at that time. But. So I'm thinking like three or four conference losses. Probably. Which will, which will probably put you in position to to 
at least get a share of the conference. Yep. Um. Uh, I yeah, and that, like you said, that's not the main goal. You, you got to win the games in the tournament. This no, year. yeah, you you want to win games. I don't know how important the Big Ten tournament is, but I, I mean it's helped Michigan in the last couple of years. But I don't know how important it necessarily is. You got to at least get out of the first weekend in the real tournament, though. That's the. I think I think that would be. I don't think that makes the season necessarily a success, but it, it, it would be a huge relief to at least get out of the first weekend. It 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 would probably it would be a failure if you don't get out of the first Oh weekend. yeah, no no question about it. That's absolutely a failure. Uh, yeah, that Yeah, the basketball team is in a good spot. I'm not that worried about them. Uh, I'm uh, trying to look at this thread to see if we have any serious questions people are asking other than all this crap about you and I in a, on an island and all this stupid stuff. Oh god, I didn't even read that thread. <laughs> uh we kind of talked about opinions of Warner in being the OC next season. Uh, here's one. Do you think the reason Izzo doesn't play zone is because it's tougher to check out on shots by the opponent? Uh, what, what was the question? I don't totally get it, but it said, do you think the reason Izzo doesn't play zone is because it's tougher to check out on shots by the opponent? It's Maybe he's saying, is it tougher to play D? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea what Frank's trying I think to say part there. Of the reason, I mean, the big reason why Izzo doesn't play zone is, one, he's a stubborn man, and he he he, he lives by what he's gone with. His There's no – yeah, he's not going to run. He's not going to run. And yeah, he's not going to run his own. So. It's just who he is. And, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it can beat you at times, but – He's he's a Hall of Fame coach, so you can only bash him so much. Uh, for that, uh, Ogerstrom says to send, give me a GoFundMe to get me to go to the Ohio State football game next year. Sure, if you guys want to make a GoFundMe <laughs> for me to go to the Ohio State football game next year, I, I'm not going to be against that. I go think for we're it. going to Madison at least. Yeah, I'm def- I'm going to Madison for sure next year. So, yeah, but yeah, hey, if you guys if you guys do want to put a GoFundMe together for me to go to Ohio State since we <laughs> haven't lost every time I've been there, then go for it. I'm all for it. I'm not going <laughs> to complain about that. Uh, whoever wants to set that up, go for it. I'm not going to do it, but hey, somebody else can. Uh, let's uh, see if there's anything else on here. No oh God, Mo Bamba or Sicko Mode? From Samir. <laughs> I'll go with Sicko Mode, I guess. Uh. The changes that were made for the bowl game, do you think it helped or hurt our offense? I don't think I, it hurt. I don't think it did anything. I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to see how those practices went. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't think it – I mean, to appease how we feel right now, it didn't do anything, absolutely. But yep. I think there was probably some growth in that – in those practices. There's probably something that will benefit them down the road. But I think the picture is clear. At least there's willingness for change. That's the good thing. To, to some degree, there's some willingness for change. The The question is, can, can they keep it up? It's. I think the bowl game made it obvious that there's a lot of room for improvement. I think that's what it made it obvious. Uh, but the good news is when you when you are pretty much dead last, I don't even know the – I think there's, what, four teams behind us. I think Rutgers is one of them. But uh, – you can't get really get worse. It's, I mean, right. you really can't at this point. So that means you have to make some changes to get better. 
So the the positive thing is it will probably get better. How, the question is how much better will it get and what what will be done to make it better. Right. Uh, let's see. Assuming a change in assistant coaching happens, who's the best talent available to bring you, a you fresh perspective? Matt, I said Matt Canada. That would be my pick. So that, that's probably, I'm, if you're going best pure OC that would fit here, probably. Other than the god-awful take – Adam Gase because he's not coming. There's no way that is happening. <laughs> I've destroyed zero that chance. Multiple times because there's been many, many people sharing that take. And you guys, you guys can keep on hoping. You're going to be disappointed. Um, and that's not even that has nothing to do with Antonio. Gase is getting offered or getting interviews for head coaching jobs. head coaching jobs. Yep. I don't he's in the good. NFL. I don't blame the guy for. Nope. Screw your alma mater at that point. Yeah, you're not kidding, especially since we won't. We probably won't put the money out there. We definitely won't put the you money want, out there. That you NFL want, teams you want half a million dollars? Well, it's people, people in the NFL are willing to pay you at least five million. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. There's no way that's happening. Uh, do you see any offensive coaches retiring? Jim Bowman is my answer. Yeah, he's I the. Not, I don't. Surprised. I mean, really I'd be pretty surprised if he's back. Not a, really. Not anybody else is old enough. To, to retire, I don't think. Everyone else probably wants another job at least. Right. Uh, how far can Cassius and Nick Ward take take MSU? Uh, I, I said this team could probably make a Final Four. I mean, Final Four, so. and if the tournament turns out like a like the uh, like many of those years where a surprise team wins it, maybe we could win the dang thing. But I think Final Four is where you you kind of put the cap on it and say anything more than that. We won, it's the, we won the lottery, yeah. Yeah. Uh, since we had a week sl- closing on early signing day, couldn't flip any guys to MSU, do you think we could have landed and flipped them if we won more football games? What's it going to take for us to flip recruits? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Maybe, but recruiting recruiting definitely has to do There's with, more to it than It has to do with losses. winning to some degree, but it, it, it's not all about that. It's about relationships and, and other things, so – Maybe, but I, I think MSU targeted the guys they targeted, and they got a lot of them. They just didn't get the ones at the end. Right. Uh, have you guys ever thought about permanently purging people who are repeat offenders when it comes to not meeting the expectations <laughs> yes, of the scourge? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Any big uh, – Big Ten named players, uh, big named football players from our team that will transfer the program. And how do you think the QB There's situation is? I have no surprise transfers. It's hard to predict it. What do we have? I have Hunter no idea. Eisen and Tristan Jackson and yeah. last year. I, I have no idea. I, I'm not going to speak on that because I just don't know. I, I don't think I don't, that's fair to yeah, I, don't I don't think it's fair to assume certain players. I don't want to name yeah, names. I, I don't I, think that's fair. To I anybody. think it's fair to guess that somebody will, but I don't know. Who oh, will. there's. There will be transfers. It's just a matter of when and who. Uh, there is every year. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't want to speculate because I don't think that's fair to the kid. Uh, but I absolutely expect some transfers. It just depends on when. Yeah. Just wait for it to happen. Yep. Uh, how do you think the QB situation will shake out next year? I think if Lewerke's healthy, he's going to start out the year. And if he still has the yips, then you're going to see Rocky. Yeah. He'll play it out. It just. Yeah, 
And it just just depends on how what what will work. He shows up. If it's twenty seventeen, then great. If it's twenty eighteen, he's not gonna he's gonna be on the bench. Yep, I, I I think that's one thing people have talked to me about a few times is they said, oh, D'Antonio's loyalty to quarterbacks and all that too. I don't I don't know how true that is to be honest with you because the everybody brings up the classic example of Andrew Maxwell, Connor Cook. To be honest with you, Connor Cook was not good until the Iowa game of 2013. He wasn't. He was awful. And so I don't know how much of it is really loyalty and how much of it is the guy just didn't develop. Maybe he could have pulled the trigger earlier and Connor would have developed earlier, but maybe Connor's confidence would have got killed because he wasn't good enough yet. So Yeah, and, and Tyler O'Connor did get sad a lot. Yeah, he did. So. That's what I said to people. A big reason why Tyler O'Connor was there at the end is because Brian Lewerke got hurt. So you had to, you had to play Tyler O'Connor because your alternative was Damian Terry, who was not as good not as a good Tyler quarterback. <laughs> not a good quarterback. Great, pretty uh, great, 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 great guy, great guy, uh, great not, guy, not, great team player. Not a good quarterback. Unfortunately, he did not pan out like most people expected. But hey, he stuck around, so good for him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's that, that that was all the questions. I think that covered almost everything. Yeah, uh, I think that about does it. Uh, I think uh, we'll 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 be back after. Uh, this week, probably next Monday again. So we'll we'll have the Purdue and Penn State games. Penn State games. Us. Hopefully, yep. no anger involved with those two games. <laughs> I'd be, be I'd be pretty. I would actually be surprised if I we lose any of those games. If if we lose any of those games, I'm not going to be a happy person. <laughs> I'm so. not either. I'll go, I will uh, go on a rant also. Yep. Uh, that covers everything. Thanks for listening. Uh, I, I I thought I lost the audio. We had Kenny Jordan on last week, but I found it, I think. So I'm going to try and post that episode, too. So you'll have uh, a couple to listen to. I have a couple to listen to. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions, uh, tweet at us. I'm Spartan Ryan. Uh, Mike, Mike doesn't use Twitter anymore, so just message him on Facebook. Or uh, tag me in the group or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you have any suggestions, Twitter's probably usually the best way to get a hold of me. So, uh, yeah, that covers everything. Uh, for uh, Mike Sterner, this is Ryan McCumber uh, signing off. Go green. Go white.